Welcome to Raising OKC Kids, Conversations with Metro Family in Oklahoma City. I'm Erin Page, back today with some of my favorite Metro Mamas and Metro Family colleagues, Lindsay Cuomo, Assistant Editor, Kirsten Holder, Senior Project Manager, and Marissa Raglan, Events Director, to talk about the results of our recent survey asking Metro parents about their summer plans. I always love hanging out with you guys on Zoom. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Kirsten, first tell us a little bit about the purpose of the survey and what we were hoping to find out from our community of parents. Yeah, well, we launched this survey basically to get a gauge on how people were feeling so that we could know how to better serve them. We want to make sure we're giving the most relevant, timely, relatable content we possibly can. Um, and right now, no one knows what's going on and everyone has different feelings day to day, week to week. And so we were hoping the survey would serve as a benchmark um, to really be sure that we're, we're providing content that's helpful to our readers. Two things really stood out to me as we were going through the results shared by parents. First, responses were all over the board. Some families are really ready to get back into the community safely. Some are not ready at all. And others are just still feeling really unsure. Um, second, parents are seeking a lot of information before they make decisions about their summer plans. They want to know what the attractions, restaurants, and businesses they want to visit are doing to ensure their family's safety. And that's really been a key indicator of how they're deciding where to go or whether to stay home. So first, let's talk events. Marissa, how are parents feeling about attending smaller events like birthday parties this summer? And then what are we seeing on a larger scale in the metro in terms of major events this summer? Sure. So we're seeing um, in terms of May and that response for birthday parties, about 11% of people are comfortable this month of May um, in attending those. So June and July, we saw a response that was pretty similar. June with 21% uh, of feeling comfortable in attending those, July with 20%. And then we saw our most um, uh, response rate at 25% for not at all and unsure. So to echo what you guys are saying, that people are just really wanting to be a little more um, hesitant in that. But there are some smaller outdoor events that I'd like to share with you, as well as some tried and true big festivals as well. And so um, one of those is outdoor yoga has returned to the Myriad Gardens. Um, social distancing and mask wearing is required to participate. Um, they're also taking um, reservations in advance. Dead Center is one of the many events that is moving virtually um, with a pop-up dive-in experience. Um, they have a series of kids films that um, are great for families to enjoy from home on June 11th. Myriad Gardens again also is uh, planning their annual Children's Garden Festival for the end of June, so um, you know, stay tuned for more information on that. As well as the Edmond Historical Museum is putting together a virtual performance of a 1940s radio comedy show. And just a couple more here. I've got Picnic on the Prairie at Harn Homestead in August. And we're looking to see a lot more of the outdoor concerts and movies. Um, so again, stay tuned on our uh, website for more information. And lastly, we're seeing that trend of pushing those summer events to uh, more of a fall occurrence. Um, September and October, such as the Paseo Arts Festival, um, typically held this coming weekend for um, Labor Day weekend. They're hosting that over um, Labor Day weekend, so Memorial Day for Labor Day. 
Um, and then the uh, Plaza District Festival is on October 3rd and Oklahoma City National Memorial Marathon is now on October 4th. So lots of events. I love the trend of um, some events moving virtually so that we know we have those that we can enjoy even from home and then some outdoor smaller events coming back. So there's still some a lot of fun to be had in terms of those events and then lots to look forward to for the fall months as well. And then Lindsay, how are parents feeling about sending kids to summer camp and what will camps look like in the metro this summer? Parents' responses uh, were mixed as well. I think parents are balancing the need for care uh, and entertainment and um, learning experiences with safety. And they expressed again that, that it was really critical that they um, knew businesses and camps were following important safety guidelines and um, making modifications to keep their kids safe. So I think some families are ready to get into summer camp and others are kind of, you know, maybe postponing or opting for virtual options this year. And what's really great is we've found that our organizations are really getting creative and offering lots of different options. Erin, um, you interviewed some staffers at Campfire about some creative options they have. They have camp in a box and virtual camps. And so, it's really nice to know that however a family uh, wants to proceed, they have some ways to make this summer extra special. Uh, Rose State College is moving their kids college and teen scene online. It's gonna be completely free. Kids can get on Facebook and they can connect with a local teacher, Miss Gentry, and uh, participate in at-home projects and guided lessons. They're gonna learn about STEM activities and cooking and art all right on Facebook. So you don't need to register, just connect starting June 8th and have fun. So that's a great option for people who aren't ready uh, to book a summer camp just yet. There are a few that are starting up in June. Quest uh, Cadence Equestrian is going ahead with their um, horse camps. So if you've got a horse lover in the family, that'll be a great way for them to get outside and bond with a beautiful animal. So Oklahoma Children's Theater has opted to delay the beginning of their camp. Those will begin at the end of June. Um, so stay tuned with more information on that. They'll be rolling out more details as they get closer. Uh, camp Placid, they're a really popular um, area overnight destination for campers. My sons went a couple years ago and we had a great time. So I'm glad that that option's available for families. They're starting June 1st with some modifications that I thought were important to share. Um, including temperature checks, hand washing stations, social distancing between cabin groups, and in the dining hall. So there are exploring ways to keep kids safe, but still have summer camp. So I thought those were great resources. That's great. I love that families have all of these varied options. So whatever feels comfortable for an individual family and their kids, there are options that can meet those needs in the metro. Yeah, and I, I should also add there that we'll be keeping parents up to date on our summer camp guides online. So if you want to learn more details about that or other camps offering similar options, so you can check that out on our website. Yes, that's a great place to find all the summer camp options that are happening um, another thing that's getting ready to start back up are sports leagues. Um, this has been a big point of discussion in my household, especially, Lindsay, I know yours too. About half the families we heard from said they were comfortable with kids playing sports this summer, with about a quarter of those saying they would wait until at least June to rejoin leagues. 
Kirsten, what are families saying about dining in at restaurants this summer? Well, theme of this entire uh, video blog so far is it's mixed. <laughs> um, but there were two percentages that stood out to me. About a quarter of our respondents said that they're ready to dine in at restaurants um, starting in June. The um, matching percentage, about a quarter, said not at all this summer. So that is like, to me, opposite ends of the spectrum. There were some people in between, not sure, willing in July or August, um, and some ready to bust out of the house in May as soon as um, that was allowed. Um, so I, I think, you know, it's just a personal decision for your family. You gotta kind of take stock of, of what your situation is and what your health concerns are. Um, and always a good option is takeout. I know if anyone's like me, um, I'm sick of cooking. <laughs> and <laughs> we know restaurants are being safe, um, even more safe than they normally are as far as their cleanliness standards are concerned. Um, and local really needs our help right now. And um, Lindsay has actually compiled an excellent list on our website. If you go to our homepage right at the top navigation, you can find our COVID-19 resource page and right at the top is restaurants that are open for dining and open for takeout. Um, and you can find whatever, whatever resource you're looking for in whatever area of town you live in. It's such a great resource and one that my family uses at least weekly <laughs> right now. So thank you for that, Lindsay. Um, travel is another big question mark for families this summer. Kirsten and I had a long conversation yesterday about renting an RV, which was not even on my radar for the summer, but maybe it is now. Um, about 70% of parents we heard from said they're considering in-state road trips this summer, and the majority said they would wait until June or July for that. Lindsay, you've got some great ideas for in-state road trips with social distancing built in. What are some of your favorites on the list? Oh, a few weeks ago, my family was really feeling the cabin fever. So I started looking out. I saw a lot of families were hiking and it just kind of got me thinking, you know, there are ways out there we can get out and be safe and have fun. Um, so I was on a mission to find <laughs> a destination and we opted to go to the tall grass prairie near Pahuska. We drove around and looked for animals. The God even got to see some bison babies and that was really fun. So I think creativity is what families are looking for right now. So I had a lot of fun putting together a, um, socially distant road trip ideas list, uh, which we featured in our special um, 100 days edition that just came out. So hot off the press, everyone. Um, there, I hope that you guys will find those some fun ideas. Um, some of the things we included on that list were waterfall hikes. So great summertime destination, fishing, um, beach hangouts right here in Oklahoma, spots to stargaze. So we know it's hot outside and going out at night. So a little bit more tolerable. <laughs> so those might be um, great options for families as well as a quirky roadside trip where you can spot some of the Route 66 hotspots and um, oddities that our state has to feature. So those are hopefully going to be some um, mental health boosts. I know my family the days after there was a little less bickering <laughs> when we had that shared um, that shared experience. So another a cool event that's going that's going forward this year is the Oklahoma Wildlife Department's um, bat watches in July at the Selma Bat Cave. There they are making some adjustments for safety and limiting the number of, of families to participate. So if your family's interested in that one, registration begins May 26th. So you might want to get your name in the hat there. If that sounds like a fun trip for you. 
those are great ideas. And also I have been reviewing that list constantly <laughs> to, to make some different than we had planned summer vacation plans for our family. Um, I know we are probably all sick of hearing the phrase, things will look different than we had planned, <laughs> but that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, but one thing I have really been kind of holding fast to, and I think we've all been trying to, to go with this train of thought, is summer itself is not canceled. There are still plenty of ways that we can have fun this summer. Uh, we've talked a little bit about our new 100 Days of Summer guide. Again, looks a little different than it has in years past. But we are hoping to really encourage families that there's still so, so much family fun to be had. Um, we've included lots of ideas for at-home fun this year, virtual options from some of our favorite metro attractions, uh, plus details on when some of our usual summer fun locales will be reopening with new protocols in place this year. And new in this guide this year, we have some really great hands-on activities you can do right at home. And these come from partners throughout the Metro, like Myriad Gardens, Oklahoma Hall of Fame. Marissa, tell us about a couple of those activities. Yeah, so I had three in particular that really stood out to me. And that was a really fun um, activity from the Oklahoma Hall of Fame and Gaylord Pickens Museum. It's utilizing shaving cream art. So using those simple household items, you can create your own marbled work of art. Also, Oklahoma Contemporary also provides us with a great hands-on activity that helps you bring the outdoors in. So using sticks, leaves, and tall grasses, you can create your own um, paintbrush. And so you can create your own masterpiece. And lastly, there is also a great activity from Miri Gardens, educating us all on the benefits of pollinators and um, planting pollinator-friendly plants, such as milkweed, in your summer garden. So, like you said, just great activities that are included in that guide. And I love Marissa as our resident artist. <laughs> loved, <laughs> loved the art-making projects, and I will tell you guys, I gave my kids a sneak peek of several of the activities in the guide. They have already made their bee hotels from the Myriad Gardens, which they were thrilled about. Um, and they transformed themselves into territorial kids from the Harn Homestead. So I know at my house, we are loving having these extra activities to get us through our summer days with a lot of fun. Lindsay, you are our resident queen of all things seasonal fun. You do a tremendous job every season of putting together great ideas online. And we have even more summer fun in our summer fun guides. What kinds of content can families find online for planning their summers? Well, I consider it such an honor to be able to provide these resources. I know as a mom, I use them, I need them. My kids even ask, oh, you know, what's on this plate for today? So um, I know that it's a great resource and I like to hand it over to them and let them plan the fun now that they're a little bit older. So I love creating these and uh, our website has dozens of resources. For families, I know this is going to be a different kind of summer and people are looking for out of sight, out of the box ideas, things that, you know, maybe they aren't their typical go-to um, since those may not be an option they feel safe with. So um, these lists are even more important than ever. We have free fun, indoor and outdoor hangouts, a roundup of summer reading programs, which is going to be vital for those little minds as they head back to school, whenever that may be. Um, we have you pick them farms so you can get out and connect with your food and come home and make some tasty treats. So that's both a axome activity and somewhere to go. So uh, we have some tips on how to ditch screens because I know those have been 
close to my kids' hips. <laughs> so we need to break past those and um, have some other options. So one of my favorite resources I'm working on right now, and it's always very popular, is the 50 things to do under $5. Families need affordable options right now. So that's in the process and hope to have that ready for everyone very soon. That's so great. Again, my go-tos are Lindsay's <laughs> seasonal guides. They're so much fun. Give always give me brand new ideas um, or remind me of fun things that maybe we haven't done in a while. So we appreciate all the hard work that you put into that for sure. Um, another big question on parents' minds right now is childcare, looking towards summer and into the fall as well. Kirsten, I know you're looking at starting Jimmy and Mother's Day out this August. How are you making decisions about childcare right now and what are the priorities for you? Well, this is such a sensitive question, I think for so many families in the Metro right now. Um, all of us are expected to work our full-time jobs and provide the best childcare we can for our kids at home at the same time. Um, everyone's being pulled in a million directions. And at the end of the day, you have to do your job and your kids have to be cared for. So um, how can that happen safely and, and sanely? <laughs> um, we are thinking about putting um, our little guy in Mother's Day out this, this fall, starting in August when they open up again. Um, I think one of the main things that um, I would share that we were looking for and that I think everybody else could use right now too is, is really good communication about policies. Um, it has to be a two-way dialogue between you and your child care provider, your child care options. Um, we all really need to know what they're doing to stay clean um, preventatively and um, if something does happen, what precautions are in place or what are the policies and procedures in place that, that that you can be sure you're keeping your family in a, in a safe environment. Um, all daycare options, all Mother's Day out options have regulations on, on what a sick child looks like, I would hope. Um, and I think all childcare environments right now are ramping those up probably five notches <laughs> from what they had been. But I wanna know if a child in Jimmy's class is coughing I don't want him going that day. And maybe I'm being overly sensitive because he's my first baby, but I think, you know, a lot of people have their own worries and concerns. And at the end of the day, that two-way communication, I think is gonna make everything a lot better. Yeah, those are really great points. And um, you're right, that is a bit of a sensitive topic. And, and it's hard, I think, to, to manage right now what childcare looks like and, and doing that in a way that each family feels comfortable with for them. Um, we will be very excited to welcome this summer in July, Marissa's first baby boy, virtually, of course, <laughs> we'll have to get our virtual baby fix. Um, and then Lindsay and I will just be hanging out, waiting to see what returning to school is going to look like in the fall for our kids. Um, I know I'm so glad to have you guys to, to talk out all of these crazy mom decisions with, uh, especially right now. Well, someday I will get to see all of your faces in person again, but for now, it's always great to hang out with you guys here. Thank you so much for all your hard work to provide families with great information and resources that they really need right now. I will be keeping our 100 days of summer and our summer fun guide list close to keep my kiddos engaged and entertained, and, and I hope to, to really provide our family a sense of normalcy this summer and, and to remind us, like we said, that summer fun is not canceled. Thanks everyone for watching. Join us next time on Raising OKC Kids.